Welcome to Quotable, a female entrepreneur podcast, the show by and for female entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina, owner of Quotable Media Co., a PR and media company. After more than 10 years building a PR agency, I've learned a lot about business and entrepreneurship, but the most valuable things have always come through conversation with other women who've been in it too. And I want to share all of them with you because we're stronger together. So fill your coffee cup up, sit back and listen in. I feel like I've seen people talking about four day work weeks a lot more and more frequently, at least lately. And it's something that quotable has done for the past several years. So with so much interest about it, I thought it could be worth doing an episode about it. And I was actually funny. I I did a poll on Instagram to see with like a couple of topics that I had in mind, um, for this episode. And I wanted to just see like what people probably do the others too, but I wanted to see what people were most interested in for this month's episode. And this one overwhelmingly had the most votes. So people are interested in four day work weeks and hearing about how companies do them, I guess. Um, I personally also love it when people talk about anything that has to do with how they run their business when it, especially when it comes to four day work weeks though, because even though we do it, I always feel like I learn something new when I hear someone else talking about it, right? Everybody has different things that once you see behind the scenes, they have different ways of doing things or different ways to implement. And I always love to hear what those are. And if there's any other tips and tricks that they have that I should be doing. So, um, whenever I've heard an episode about this kind of thing, I always listen, even if, even, even though it's something we already do. So I hope that even if you already do a four day work week, you might listen in and Hey, if you have any other suggestions or ideas of how you do things, let me know. This is just going to be kind of how we are doing it. I'm not saying this is the best way to do it, the right way for you to do it. Um, but yeah, I always feel like I get takeaways when I hear other people talk about it. I hope you might get a takeaway from this that you might be able to use in your business. Um, and yeah, maybe we can each strengthen our processes a little bit based on what we hear or talk about or learn today. So, um, yeah. And if at the very least, even if you're like, I can never do a four day work week, like I hope at least this gets you thinking about, you know, different ways to run your business. Maybe, maybe you can, and you just thought you couldn't, (laughs) or yeah, at the very least it'll get you thinking. So I'm kind of want to talk about why we do four day work weeks and then how we do it. Um, and like kind of like those best practices, um, for, for how we've made it be successful. So the question of why we do the four day work week, I think, I think the ultimate like takeaway is that the way to run a four day work week is just the same way that you run a five day work week. You just are not available on one of the days and people don't really question that as much as you might think that they will. Um, you know, if you say you're not available for a meeting on a Thursday, like no one's like, why, why are you not available on on Thursday? You know, and it's the same exact thing on Friday. If you say that you're not available or you just don't offer it as available, um, no one really questions it. It's just, that's what it is. Right. So anyway, that's kind of the, the, you know, if you're not going to listen to the whole episode, (laughs) that's my main takeaway. Um, but yeah, how, why do we do it? Right. I mean, I guess it sounds kind of obvious, I think. Um, but aside from just getting to work less and have longer weekends, um, 
the reason that we really dove into doing it to begin with was essentially just uh, stemmed from doing Summer Fridays a couple years ago. And um, actually, I think we, we first started, this was in 2020, so it was like the first summer of COVID, and obviously everything was weird and it just seemed like we needed more joy in our lives. So we started doing summer Fridays. No, also it happened to be the first summer where I had more actual employees. I had only ever had before that. I mean, at first only a part-time person. Um, and then after that, you know, only one person. And that was the first summer where I felt like, you know, obviously when it was just like a part-time person, it's part-time. And then it was just me. It's like, I do whatever I want. But once I started bringing on more people to be a part of the agency. And I don't know if I feel like I've talked about this stem from COVID. Um, this might be a episode for, you know, conversation for another episode or conversations for another day. But, um, you know, people do ask me a lot, like how I got started with hiring, how I made my first hires, things like that, um, for the agency and how we started like building it out into more of an agency back then. So that is worth mentioning. I think like that really did just come from COVID. It was one of those kind of, I guess the, one of the good things that came out of it, um, was that all of a sudden, you know, my son was sent home from school and <laughs> was going to be home for the foreseeable future. And I still had a ton of work to do. So that summer, basically it worked out that I was like, I need to hire more help in my business because work was one thing I could get help with. I couldn't really hire a babysitter to come into my house. I mean, I know some people did end up doing that, but you know, in the moment it was like, you couldn't do that. Right. So I had more help in the business at that point than I ever had before. Um, so I started thinking about like, okay, what do I want this company to be like right now that it's actually like other people's workplace? I want it to be the absolute best workplace that I could make it be because like, why not to create the best place to work if you're in charge, right? So that was like kind of that thought process for me. I was like, how can we make sure that like, you know, if I'm, if I'm hiring people, if I'm building out this team home and making sure that I'm consciously making this like the best work experience for them, the best company I can make it be for my employees. So yeah, we implemented summer Fridays because that seemed like an immediate obvious way to do that. One thing that we could do to make it a great place to work and also just like give ourselves a little time and I don't know, a little enjoyment that first COVID summer. So that summer, yeah, we started implementing summer Fridays and then like basically we never saw any reason to stop when it became fall. It was like, why would we stop doing this kind of, you know? So it was kind of like, we were used to it, right? We got, we were used to getting everything done. We had seen that we could get everything done in four days and how much we enjoyed having that flexibility in the schedule. And that's one reason why I think it's funny when people make it sound like like a four day work week is hard or like they wouldn't be able to do it because a lot of companies do summer Fridays. So people are used to getting, I know sometimes people are like every other Friday or it's just that you leave early on the Friday and you still go in in the morning. But like, I feel like anyone who's ever done that has been like, you know, what's the point of even coming in in the morning? <laughs> like you're not getting that much more done on a Friday morning. Right. So I think that if anyone tries it, even for the summer, you see that you can get everything done in four days. So that was really like how it came to be. It was never one of those big, like 
shifts for us. It wasn't a big decision where we're like, okay, we're going to shift suddenly everything that we've been doing and make it now be like on a different schedule. It was kind of like, we were just building out what that looks like anyway. So also, you know, take all of this with a grain of salt. We're a small team. We've been doing this from the essentially from the beginning. So I know it might be a little bit different if you have a large, much larger team, some other, you know, compilation of how you work with people. Like (laughs) it could be different for us. We just, we just kind of got it started that way and kept with it. Um, so I would say one of the big things to like of why like this was important to me and why I really wanted it to be a thing um, is I just feel like we need more time. Like we need more time outside of work. I have never liked the idea of having to ask permission to do things that just come along with like being a person. Like in my very short stint of working for others. I, if you've heard this podcast, you probably know I started this company very soon after graduating college, but there was a short period of time where I worked somewhere else and I hated the idea of having to ask for like vacation even, or having to keep track of vacation time and like feel that you don't have that agency over yourself, but also even more than that, just hated having to schedule Uh, like ask for, ask for time to go to a doctor's appointment, right? Like having to schedule that for so far in advance that it would come at a time that you could go and then essentially request that time off from work, which is basically asking someone if you can go to a doctor's appointment, right? Like it just always rubbed me the wrong way to be a grown adult, having to ask someone to do that stuff or having to even, you know, just schedule it in that way. I know you're not essentially necessarily asking, but I just, I really didn't like that. Um, and I feel like there are just so many things that are really only possible to do during working hours like that, or they're just so much easier to do like during working hours. Like maybe there's like one appointment, you know, after five or something. And if you schedule far enough in advance, you can snag it, but there's just certain things that I just don't think you should like have to do that (laughs) as a, as a grown adult. And especially once you have a family once you have children and that just makes it all the more difficult. You have to fit in everything you have to do to run a household, run a family, run your own life outside of working hours and you know, all the more appointments that come with it when you have kids, it's just, it's just, you're, it's just not, I feel like it's, it's a lot. And I just think that it's not worth it to like have to schedule all of those for, you know, you're missing work time and then you're essentially using your vacation time for like appointments. And I never liked that whole idea. Um, and then also just again, how much easier it can be sometimes to schedule those things, even if you don't have to, but like to schedule them during the daytime. Um, and it's like, everything's so much less busy. You can go like even something like grocery shopping. It's like so much easier to do that in the middle of the day on a Friday than like on, you know, Saturday morning when everyone else in the world is doing it, things like that. And also I feel like if you spend your whole, you know, Saturday doing all of those things, and then you only end up with like one day of the weekend left for enjoying yourself, for spending time with friends and family or doing the things that fill you up. And I think that we just need at least one more day for all of those things. So yeah, it's like you get two days of the weekend, you use one for the necessities and then have one left. And I just always feel like having a weekday done a weekday there to get things done, um, is a lot 
better and makes a lot more sense. So for me personally, that's where a lot of that came from. I just wanted my employees to have the ability to do that. I want to have the ability to do that. Of course, as a business owner, I still could do what I wanted to do, but like it still could be disruptive if like, I'm then not going to be around, you know, on the middle of the day on Friday and my team's planning to like have a meeting or something like that. So even, even that, I just think it's not worth it. Um, and additionally, like as a PR agency, and I know I, I said I didn't work in an office a lot before I had my own company, but I had a lot of experiences. I, I had a ton of internships during college. I worked in a lot of different agencies actually, and in-house for companies big and small all through college and in my short time afterwards. So I have had experience in several different companies. Um, and also then in the, my experience with 11 years of having my business where we work with multiple clients all the time. So kind of seeing the behind the scenes of how things are working in a lot of different businesses, like what's going on at all of these companies. And I always felt like I could accomplish more in four days than most companies do in five. If if I wanted to, you know, and I knew that I could find a team of people who also could do that. I think that a lot of places people treat Fridays like a throwaway day kind of people. A lot of the times are, you know, they're coming in Friday morning already like, Hey, we're almost to the weekend. You know, you're, you're already tired. You're already thinking about the weekend. It's like, Oh, it's just Friday. Like nothing's expected of me. People are just like chit chatting more and not expecting to get much done. And I, I mean, I know that's not everywhere, but I feel like that is a lot of the case. So I, and I just feel like we can be so much more powerful in four days in the office, knowing that that means we're going to get the fifth day fully fifth day fully off. So we can get everything done. And then we're like, not just kind of wasting time in the office because we feel like we have to be there if that makes sense, but feeling like we don't really want to. So I knew I could make that be the case if I, created that culture in, in the business that I could create that culture of let's do four days real good. (laughs) And then, then we have Friday for whatever we want personally. And that is, that's been the case. That's absolutely been what I feel like we've created. I also think if any of, I know a lot of you out there are moms too. I know one thing that all women feel is that once you become a mom, you become so much more efficient because you just have to be. And even if you're not like, you know, working at your day job, even in anything, you can just, you're so much more efficient. So that's one thing too. I knew that, you know, I already was getting more done in one day than a lot of people were getting in several days from the minute, you know, that I had my son. And I know that a lot of other people are the same too. And a lot of my team is moms too. We're very efficient. So that is why I was not too worried about it. That's kind of my thought process there. Um, and the other thing too, that I will say is that, you know, being a PR agency. So I I think there are certain things that, you know, again, I say take it with a grain of salt because I'm a, it's a specific kind of company, right? I don't have experience doing this with any other kinds of companies or agencies, but with a PR agency, it's common knowledge that you don't really pitch media on a Friday. And so, and like, you know, in most cases, clients don't usually want to have a meeting on Friday either. Like most clients don't ask to do things on Friday. Most media is not organizing stuff on a Friday. So we're not losing anything in that sense by not being in the office technically on a Friday. Um, 
you know, the only things we'd be doing is kind of like planning or prepping or creating materials or really just things that could be happening on any other day anyways. Um, and so that was one piece of it for me too, was like, we were never planning the real needle movers for Friday. Um, and the other side of that coin too, though, is that as PR people, I would say that we're also not really ever fully off and that kind of just comes with the territory. So while it sounds like, you know, oh, you must have such good boundaries to only have a four day work week. Yes and no. I think it's partly also feels possible to me because I know that like, if something does come up on a Friday, we are going to handle it. It just kind of, that comes with the territory of, of being in PR is that you're not fully off, off. You're, you're always kind of going to be checking your, you're going to pay attention to your email. You're going to check your phone. If something comes through, you're going to see it. So, you know, usually it doesn't happen, but like if, you know, someone gets back to us to schedule an interview on a Friday and they say, you know, they want to talk to them that day. You better believe we're still going to be doing that. We're going to be setting it up. We're not going to let something like that fall through the cracks. I'm still always seeing my emails. I'm, I'm not, and I don't think any PR person really ever could be one of those people who's just like, you know, I'm going to put my phone in the other room so that I'm fully turned off all day. Like that doesn't really happen even on like any, any day of the week. Like that's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm still going to facilitate something. And, um, so that's, that's one thing, like it almost never comes up. And if it does, I still know I'm still going to handle it. I will say too, there's a lot of things you can do these days with automation and scheduling. So there are certain things that we'll do. This is kind of getting into the practices, which I wasn't really ready for yet. I don't think, but, um, well, it's also just kind of how we do it. I guess it's all kind of the same. Basically, like, as you probably know, you can schedule, send an email, right? So we will do things like that if there's something that makes sense for somebody to receive it on a Friday. So if there's something like, you know, a reminder for someone who's going to do an, you know, maybe they're doing an interview on Monday. We want to send them the reminder on like Friday so that it's essentially the business day before we can schedule that to send out on Friday. You know, we will put it together on Thursday or whenever, whenever we want and schedule it to send out on Friday. So it'll be like top of their inbox, you know, next time they see it. Um, we also send out like weekly recap emails to clients of like, here's what's been going on this week. And we usually want them to get that on a Friday if that's the end of their week. So we'll schedule those sometimes to go out on a Friday. Um, or if we want to like send a quick note to see how an interview went, you know, if they had an interview Thursday afternoon or, or if they did have something on Friday, um, you know, we want to, we can schedule a note to just be like, Hey, how did it go? You know? So things like that, so that we're still essentially checking in on anything that needs to be checked in on and reminding things, people about things that have to be reminded about at the right time that makes sense for them. So we're kind of building things out that make sense for the other person more than us. You know, if it's the client or the media person, we're going to make sure it makes sense for them. And it's, that's not like altered just because we're not on, on that day. So that is worth mentioning, I think. Um, and also if you're like, well, I've gotten emails from you on Friday, that's also worth mentioning, <laughs> but also, and, and I think that, you know, there's totally something to be said too, for having the kind of team where, you know, you can trust them to also use their judgment. Like it's not just me. My assistant account manager does a lot of the media pitching too. 
I do trust that if she sees an email come through on Friday, even, you know, even if she's completely unavailable, she can forward it to me. She usually will see it and would forward it to me or, you know, she might know she can just handle it quickly or make that judgment call on like, does it need to be responded to now or, or, you know, is it just something that's come through and we can make note of it, but it doesn't require any immediate scheduling until next week or something like that. They might not technically be working, but they're going to be kind of aware of what's going on. That's so minimal that I don't even know if it's like worth mentioning. Cause again, it's so rare that like something important happens on a Friday, but again, this is just PR agency life. Like that could just as well happen at eight o'clock on a Wednesday night. And like, yes, you're technically off at eight o'clock on a Wednesday night. Anybody in PR will tell you they're still going to be excited that they got that response come through from a writer. So again, these are like things that are a little bit abnormal probably to most businesses just because we are in the PR space. And I do think that it's probably one of the hardest kinds of agencies or businesses in general to implement this kind of boundary because it is very fast paced and it is sort of like reactionary in some cases because, you know, we might've pitched something three months ago, you know, proactively, but then we have no idea somebody, they might reply to it like next Friday, like Friday morning, three months from them, you know, saying they want to do the interview with the client that day. And we do have to make that happen. We can't miss that opportunity and not facilitate that. But again, it just almost never happens that way, but it's, it is worth pointing out. Like we are still sort of always aware. Um, but again, that would happen with a PR agency, no matter what time of day, what day of the week, uh, could be Christmas morning. And like, probably they're still going to be aware if media gets back to you. So it's, it's unique and also, um, not that unique. So anyway, I think that's something that most industries wouldn't have to be thinking about much at all, probably at all. If you're doing a four day work week, that's just very unique to like the PR space, I think, because we are so like at the mercy sort of, of, um, of media and like needing to make sure those, the super timely opportunities, um, work out. So how do we actually make a four day work week? There are a couple of things that I think would kind of be implementable to anyone that's that's not related to, you know, a PR business or anything. Um, some of the things that we've done to make it work, I think the first, the most important first and foremost is just being really organized and intentional with our work and with our plans for each week. So we know exactly what we're going to get done and when we're going to get it, get it, when we're going to get it done. And then we know it's all going to happen. You know, it's all going to happen at the, at the right time and, and by the right date and things like that. So we break down at the beginning of the month, first of all, every, like what's going to happen for the month. And then we break down every, every single week. So what is the overall plan each week of the month to make sure that the overall goals for the month are met. Right. And again, with PR, again, this, that's a little, I guess in our case, a little bit different too, in that it's not like, we know exactly what's going to happen each week. Um, you know, I'm sure with some businesses, even with just like a marketing agency, it's like, okay, we know we're going to, what the deliverables are, right? We're going to write this blog post. We're going to plan out this social content. We're going to create this material. We're going to, you know, put this best and that out there and these dates and these times on these platforms or, you know, whatever that is. PR is a little bit different in that we don't know exactly who's going to like accept our pitch <laughs> or when. So the, the deliverables are a little bit different, um, when it comes to media outreach, but that's, again, that's just more important to track every single week and kind of be like, okay, 
here's what we did. Here's where we are so far in the goal. You know, our goal might be to secure XYZ kind of pieces this month. Um, and at the end of this week, we have not yet, you know, secured that. So next week, let's, you know, shift this messaging or change up this pitch or double down on, on pitching to these people, things like that. Um, and just make sure we kind of like alter that for the next week. But at the end of the day, or that's a bad phrase for this at the beginning of the month, we have a pretty good sense of like who we want to pitch at what time, what we kind of need to make sure happens and gets out there each week to stick to our goals. So I think that would be the main number one thing is just knowing exactly what you need to do in order to do get everything done that you need to for that week. Um, and really clear on like who is doing what so that they can also, you know, plan more specifically what they're going to do day to day. Um, and yeah, I mean, as I said, like as a PR agency, again, we're not really doing pitching on Friday anyway, so we're not missing anything there. We do try to be really in touch about what we're kind of working on, you know, just internally be in touch. Like, so we broke down the week and who's doing what. We do try to also go another step further and say, okay, I'm planning to work on like this project and this client this day of the week so that we are even staying abreast with what each person is working on at different times. So that, you know, obviously that also kind of shifts over the week as well. But a lot of the times we can kind of be like, okay, we know that like we're all going to be kind of thinking about this client on this day or that kind of thing. So that if we want to talk something through together, we can. Maybe that's getting a little too nitty gritty, but that's kind of how we structure the weeks. Um, and yeah, we're not really losing any time. We're not really losing any time. I don't think on Fridays, we're still pitching just as many days as any other PR agency would, because again, on Fridays, you wouldn't be pitching anyways, probably. Um, so I think it's just thinking about those things, like what would you normally do on a Friday and how can you make sure you're getting them done on other days? Um, I think we're just missing that time, like chatting with coworkers, maybe hanging out at the water cooler, talking about your weekend plans, things like that. But like in the scheme of things, we're not really missing any, any time there. And our clients still get just as much time from us. Um, when it comes to what we're doing for them, uh, you know, we're still getting everything done that they would get from an agency working five days a week. Um, I mean, we're a small agency. The only thing I could see is like, you know, once we're at capacity, we need to hire more people because we don't have more time. But again, that's the exact same thing that would happen if you were there five days a week, you'd still reach capacity at a certain point and need to hire another person. Um, and that's the only, that's kind of the only thing I can, I could think of as like thinking about how we structure that week and what we're like losing by not being there on that one day. It's just, it's just a little more time, but we still get everything, um, I think done. And, and the clients that we do have, have get just as much time from us, um, and things like that. So the, the other, I guess the other things that we do to structure that week, um, and make sure we are getting everything done once we've kind of gotten it planned out is we start with that Monday morning meeting where we get together and go over those plans. Um, we do also have a Thursday end of the week meeting and that we do at two o'clock on Thursdays. So it kind of gives us enough time to check in on how the week was. And then there's still a couple of hours afterwards that people can get more things done, tie up loose ends, get ready for next week. Like it's not the very end of the day. Um, so that's kind of like the other chance to kind of check in. Um, 
And then throughout the week, when it comes to clients and client meetings, we try to keep those to one day of the week or at least to certain blocks of time. I always have felt this really has nothing to do with like a four-day work week either, but I know a lot of people already do this too, um, even on a five-day work week, but just kind of time blocking things like meetings because I do feel like it can be tough to switch between different modes. Like if you're in like meeting mode versus like getting into like kind of creative, creative mode, um, or, you know, other things like if I'm getting into like pitching mode where we're pitching media, like it's hard to switch gears all of a sudden and then like go into a meeting. So I try to structure our time as much as possible to kind of have meetings back to back as much as possible on certain days. And then know we have other days for those more specific kind of deep work, creative mode, you know, actually getting things on our to-do lists done kind of days. Um, I think that's really helpful too. And, um, again, it's just kind of like to, I, I think one thing, you know, that someone asked was how do we approach it with clients? Like, do we, like, how do we approach like our four day work week when it comes to clients? And it's really like, I think if we stay really on top of communication with clients and they know they always hear from us at certain times, they always know what to expect with what we're doing. They always know what we're doing behind the scenes as much as possible. No one really even notices because again, it's like if we have a regular meeting scheduled, you know, when we, when we bring on a client, we say, Hey, we're going to have a monthly meeting or a biweekly meeting. It kind of depends. You know, we say like, Hey, does, um, Thursday work for you, you know, or we'll see what we're ask what works for them. I've almost never had a client suggest Friday, but again, it's just like we, we throw out some options and it's the same, like, you know, maybe our Wednesdays w was already totally booked up with meetings. You know, they don't know. Nobody asks like, Oh, why can't you do Wednesday? <laughs> we just say like, Oh, Wednesday's booked. Right. So same thing. Like we don't, we're obviously working on Wednesday, but we really don't. That is a day that we don't schedule meetings for. And it almost, of course, if there's something that comes up and they really need to talk, like we can, but for the most part, it's the same thing as not being there on Fridays. Like we just don't offer it as a, as a meeting date time option and people don't really ask, you know? So it just works out that like, again, with both things, people don't know necessarily that we're not working on Friday. People don't know that we're keeping Wednesdays free because that's our deep work day. Like it doesn't really matter. It's just not available for meetings. Nobody really asks. So we're able to kind of have those boundaries without it being like a thing, you know? Um, and when it comes to setting expectations with clients too, like it's really just not even something that we've ever really brought up with clients. Like it's not something that's a big deal. Um, it's never really come up. Like, I think I've mentioned it to like maybe one or two clients, maybe once or twice. Um, it's nothing we hide. It's, it's public. I'm talking about it right now. Like it's out there. It's yeah, it's, it's public knowledge that we're not, that we would do a four day work week. It's not like I'm hiding it, but it's not like something that when someone comes to hire us, they say like, Oh, you know, what are your working hours or something? And it's not like I say like, Oh, by the way, we only work, you know, four days a week. It's just, it's never come up. Um, and, and it's never been an issue. So again, I think that, you know, clients know what to expect from us based on our deliverables. We say kind of, you know, we say in a proposal, here's what you're going to get from us, you know, and it's not an hourly based thing 
either. So it's not like they're ever like, oh, could I have more time and have you work on, on like a Friday on my, my project? Like that's just not the way it's going to work. Um, so yeah, I think that for us too, like people understand the kind of business owner I am. People understand the kind of company we are and they get that, you know, we're going to make sure everything goes smoothly. <laughs> we're going to make sure nothing falls through the cracks. Um, it's just like very much how we are with clients. And, um, I'm not going to say like, I don't answer the phone on Friday. I'm not going to tell them they can't have access to me or us on Friday. And again, that might come more with being a PR agency. So maybe it's a little different for other people. Um, but since they are always, I'm always going to be accessible, right? It's not like I'm not there. It's not like I'm not around. Um, so again, it really just comes down to like scheduling meetings outside of that time and then making sure we're going to get everything done for them outside of, you know, in the time that we're there and nobody's ever really asked or seemed concerned in the least, um, which day of the week we're doing <laughs> different pieces of their project. So yeah. I mean, maybe I should have even better boundaries again. I think I, I think I would and could, if it was not PR, maybe I would, but right now, you know, I do, I will still answer the phone as much on a Friday as I would if, well, no, I mean, don't call me on Saturday, but like, you know what I mean? Like I will see the email if a media person gets back to us. If a client has an emergency on a Friday, I'm going to answer the phone. If they have an emergency on a Saturday, I would also answer the phone though. You know, that's just a matter of being like a small business who cares about our clients. Um, so yeah, again, it's just in this kind of business, I'm not going to fully shut off my sh my phone. Um, so it might be a little bit different advice, um, than if you were in a different business and had different systems in place maybe than what we have, but that's, that's how it works for us. Um, and I think it's been pretty good. Um, you know, one other thing that I've seen people do that I don't do is, have some kind of away message that they'll put up like on Friday or on any time that they're out of the office. And we'll say like, you know, I'm out today. I'll get back to you or someone will get back to you first thing on Monday or something like that. And I could see doing that just to kind of keep those boundaries a little stronger. If you had the kind of business that that could work for again, for me, I'm never going to do that. Like on the PR side of things, I never want media to think I'm like completely unavailable and I never am completely unavailable again. Like I know some of you are like, she's crazy. Um, I have such better boundaries than her. And that is probably true, but, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm just not willing to let things fall through the cracks. So I'm going to see the email come through. I never want media to think that they're getting an away message because I'm not going to be available. Um, I think for the most part too, like though, somebody emails you on like a Friday, they're not necessarily expecting you to get, they like in any business, they might not hear back from you until Monday, because a lot of people don't get through all of their inbox on a Friday afternoon, you know? So that's even like, not even a concern really for me. I mean, again, if it's, if it's media, we'll get back to them right away, no matter what. But again, I would, even if it was like eight o'clock on a Wednesday night. So, um, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of one thing that I think other people could do differently though. Um, and I would say too, like, again, maybe another bad example of how I'm not great with the boundaries, but again, it's like, you're the business owner. You get to make the rules, right? Like what feels good to you 
is the most important. I don't really subscribe to the feeling of, to the, to the idea that, you know, you have to have these super strict boundaries. And if you don't stick to your boundaries all the time, you're, you know, you're weak or it's not, you're not going to do, I don't know, whatever. Like, I don't like those kind of like negative connotations. Um, I, so for example, like I, right now we're going through an opening with a client or we're handling an opening for a client and they're doing this committee opening committee meeting on Friday mornings. And I don't, I'm not leading the meeting at all. Like I, I can, they just, I'm able to listen in and it takes almost nothing from me, you know, cause I'm not having to prep anything. I'm not, I don't even have to have my camera on. I can be in the car, like have it up on my phone just to listen in. And I know some people will be like, Oh, you're working on a Friday morning when you're not supposed to be working. But for me, like I would be a little bit more stressed to, to miss it. And then feel like I don't know what's going on in that, with that situation. Whereas for me, if I just listen in and feel like I'm you know, knowing what's going on and, and can then act on it accordingly the following week. That makes me feel a lot better. Um, so that kind of thing, I think, you know, it's totally allowed. If it's something that's going to stress you out more, if you don't do it, that's when boundaries aren't even serving you. What I will say is I would never ask my team to be on that. I will, I have never even invited them to it. I've never given them the option to join (laughs) because when it comes to my team, I'm a lot more strict with what they're expected to, you know, to do. I'm a lot more strict with their boundaries and them being able to turn completely off because, you know, they are not the owner of this business. (laughs) Again, my assistant account manager who does a lot of the media outreach, she's still monitoring her stuff a lot of the time, but like she's good at like silencing Slack notifications after five o'clock, for example because sometimes somebody will message outside of her working hours and she's not expected to respond. I mean, that being said, if she sees media responses come through on a Saturday, she's still going right back into Slack and telling me because like, again, we're just like excited. Like we are excited as a PR agency. One thing to know, even after 11 years, we're excited by every positive media hit and every positive response. But so we will talk about it even outside of hours, but, um, you know, I'm not expecting her to be on a call on a Friday. I'm not expecting her to be doing like anything outside of those hours, except for maybe monitoring for an exciting response. Um, which again is only unique to the PR space, I think. Um, so yeah, boundaries for them is important as employees boundaries for me as the business owner are always going to be a little different, I think. And I know everybody has different opinions on that. You might have really good boundaries as a business owner, but also even I think the term really good boundaries is very subjective. Like your boundaries are different and that's fine. Um, I also really like to do things on Fridays that are kind of business building things. Um, and I just like sort of don't even see that as work. And again, that's like my own issues probably. And so for you, you might be like, she's not even doing a four day work week, but like, I love to like get together with business connections on Fridays, go out for an in-person lunch or coffee. Like to me, that stuff is fun and I like it. I won't do like a client meeting on a Friday, but if I'm meeting with somebody that I want to get together with, I'll do that on a Friday. Or even if it's like an initial meet and greet at like a space, like if a, if somebody has like a physical location, they want me to see it because maybe, you know, maybe we're going to do a proposal or, or consider doing a project together. Like I'll go look at that on a Friday. I'll go meet them to do that kind of meeting on a Friday. 
mostly because again, it's like, that's the kind of thing that's going to stress me out less because I feel like it's a, an extra day. I feel like that's a free day. Whereas like if I schedule something like that in the middle of the week, I'm like, oh my gosh, that just took up my whole day. Now I didn't have time to do any of the like, you know, cross anything else off my list. So I actually prefer to do something that's like out of the office like that on a Friday, it makes me feel like I do have a little extra time and it's not taking up my other like work time. So I like to do things like that. I like to do anything else that gets me out of the office, out of the house. Um, for fun too, though, is like a big part of that. Like I will also do all of my fun things, like, and all of my personal things. Um, but yeah, that's, it's just for me, like not having like a super hard and fast boundary where it's like, I will not do anything that like has to talk about work that I will. I've also gone through stages where I've spent a lot of my Fridays doing kind of like fun projects. Like when we were first getting the magazine off the ground, sometimes even now, sometimes I'll record podcast episodes on a Friday. Like those things that don't feel like, you know, they're not immediate client work and they feel like fun for me. So, you know, do with that what you will. Um, again, my team is fully off there. So it is technically, you know, we are good at this. I think, I think my team is very good at it. I think they really love it. I know they really love it. And, um, I really love that it's giving them a chance to have a life outside of work and to have a little bit of a chance for that balance. Um, and a chance to just, you know, explore other things they might want to do or have experiences that they might want to have outside of their main job without having to squeeze it into the weekends. And I love to hear about the things that they're doing. You know, we're a small, really tight knit team. So like we even, we, I mean, we even have like a kind of a random channel on Slack. That's not for work related stuff. It's just kind of like, you know, like your group chat with your friends and we'll share like what we're doing or, you know, send a picture from this or that thing that we're doing over the weekend or on a Friday. And it's just nice to see like, you know what, they're out living their life. They're getting to do these things because of the kind of company that we've created. And I think that's great. And then I also get to have an extra day <laughs> as the business owner to do whatever I want to do, whether it's business or work. Like it's just, I have no guilt over using it for whatever I want. And I think that's absolutely worth it. And I love it. And if you guys have any other suggestions or things you do to make a four day work week work, let me know. I hope that what you take away from this is like, Oh yeah. She made it sound like it's no big deal. They just squeeze all their work into four days. Like that is ultimately what it is. Like part of me is like, every time I see someone do it, do have a conversation about a 40 work week, I'm like, what is there even to talk about? Like, it's not, there's not really that much to it. But again, as I mentioned at the beginning, I do always feel like I get some kind of takeaway from how other people implement systems in their business. So, um, I still think it's worth talking about, but I hope that you're inspired that if you've been thinking about it, you will think about it a little harder or try to implement something, even if you just do summer Fridays for the rest of the summer, which is like, well, maybe fall Fridays just to try it. Like you can always try it and you can always go back. I think it's just mostly about that communication and scheduling and planning and having plans in place. Um, and updating any systems, you know, if you did have any systems that had to do with something happening on a Friday, just updating those and making sure everyone's on the same page. But, um, 
that's really, that's really what it is. I've never had any issue on the client's side or not feeling like we're getting anything done, everything done or anything like that. So I think it's definitely the way of the future. I think a lot of businesses are shifting this way and I think a lot more are going to, and I think it's up to us to make sure we're staying on the cutting edge of that and, you know, creating these great workplaces to work in and, and staying, um, yeah, staying ahead of like the way like work and life will be, especially as women business owners who have the ability to shape households and, and all of that. So if you have never left a review on this podcast, please do. Please tell me if you liked this episode, please share it with anyone that you think might get something out of it and keep your eyes peeled. We're going to do some giveaways and things like that on the podcast and on, um, Instagram. So follow us over at quotable magazine. We post all of our episodes there as well as our quotable magazine content. And I would appreciate you hanging out with us over there in between episodes and yeah, leaving um, five stars on the podcast for this episode so that more people find us later and definitely message me if you have any thoughts about a four-day work week or if you think you're going to try to implement it for your company um you can message on instagram or always can shoot me an email alessandra at quotablemediaco.com thanks so much for listening for more information check out the show notes or find us on instagram at quotable media co and at quotable magazine if you loved this episode please consider sharing it take a screenshot right now and post it to your stories and don't forget to tag us so we can reshare we love to see which episodes are resonating with you also if you like the show please subscribe and leave a review on itunes or wherever you're listening right now it means the world to me to see those Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you've heard on this show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and contact links are always in the show notes and also online at quotablemediaco.com slash podcast. Talk to you soon.